0: Hello and welcome to In the Envelope, and awards podcast. I am your host, Jack Smart, awards editor at Backstage, the most trusted name in casting. I'm here to spotlight some of the most exciting film, television, and theater awards contenders working today. Who is in the running? What makes an awards-worthy performance? And how can you, my dear listener, win a statue of your own? We're sitting down for intimate, inspirational interviews with actors and artists to get that insider's perspective on these questions and more. It's an opportunity for some of today's most talented stars to share their craft and career advice, and maybe, just maybe, provide a tantalizing glimpse in the envelope.
1: are given this idea of what the industry is and how we have to change in order to fit inside of it. Mm. That is 100% myth and I wanna just debunk that right now. You do not have to change the phenomenal being that makes you shine and glow and grow to fit into something else that is actually just dying to have that. The industry really wants authentic, beautiful, artistic voices. As much as it seems like it doesn't, Mm -hmm. it does. And especially in the way our climate and the current climate of our culture is progressing, individuality is finally being recognized, uplifted. And so that's a very freeing thought Mm. as an artist.
0: Well, this is a fun one. It is. This is a fun one, isn't it's... it? We were there. We were there when Gina Rodriguez came into the studio.
2: Gina and her dog. And
0: her dog. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Listening back to the interview, you can't hear the dog at all. No, no. Listeners won't even be, t- be able to tell there's a dog until we tell them. Very cute little dog. Very cute little dog, whose, I believe his name was Casper. She brought a dog. The dog sat in the lap the whole time. You wouldn't even know it. She also, this Meryl Street tote bag that I have with me now, that I have with yes. me always. If only was this was a visual um, medium. Yeah, really. <laughs> the uh, That bag definitely sparked the conversation
2: uh, with Gina. Yes. It was off to a good start.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good conversation starter. I have a, a tote bag of young Meryl Streep. Of course, everyone worships her, but Gina's actually gone, uh, gone out of her way to say before that she wants to be the Latina Meryl Streep, yeah. which we talked about. Yeah. I think she is. I really do. I think that talk about someone who in, in the next five in the next 10 years that the accolades that are going to come her way and the the glass ceilings she's going to break through yeah. and the oh my god she's on a roll already and with jane the virgin her cw show which just announced its last season will be the fifth season which is coming out next year mm. after that i can only imagine what Gene is
2: going to yeah it's, it's fascinating to imagine what she's going to do next yes. and other than the projects that she talks about in this interview, which we yeah. can talk about shortly.
0: Oh, my God. She mentioned the Carmen San Sandiego yeah. live action film. Yeah. And also the animated series, which are both going to be on Netflix, I believe, which are already underway, apparently. But she, Gina and her production company, which is called I Can and I Will Productions. Uh, she formed it with her friend, Emily Gibson. Um, and I would like to read, actually, it's worth reading the mission statement of I Can and I Will. We talked about the name. I yeah. Can and I Will yeah. and where that came from in this interview. But just so you all know what I Can and I Will does. Their mission is to create art that tells stories from the unheard and the unseen, discover and expose new talent and increases empathy and understanding for all communities. We believe that by breaking societal norms on screen, we can use art to create tolerance. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love that Gina's central artistic philosophy is how she chooses her projects. I love that that guided her all the way to Jane. We talked a lot about how Jane is this incredible part, yeah. multifaceted part that she had to wait for, that she had to be patient. We talked a lot about patience yeah, and what was required in that. That's and she talks really about
2: how she really um, worked her way to this point. She talks about mm-hmm. how she she'd held a boom (laughs) you know she'd swept the floor practically you know she'd done all the jobs so totally actually having a production company and and being involved in Mm -hmm. more than just in front of the camera stuff totally she's now directed episodes of Jane the Virgin yeah
0: yeah yeah and she just starred in Annihilation which was this big movie co-starring Natalie Portman we talked a little bit about that that too because that's part of her I think it's step one of Gina's world domination yeah I'm ready for her to take over the world and I'm just going to be like Cheering, we're going to be cheering from the sidelines for her. I'm so excited.
2: And you know, I know this is maybe trite to say, but she was like the (laughs) nicest person.
0: (laughs) Like, seriously, so nice
2: on and off camera. So,
0: I do wish this was one of those where I wish we had had a microphone in the elevator on the way up. Yeah, she she was really lovely on the elevator. Yeah things that listeners who maybe don't watch Jane the Virgin or who do regardless what they need to know we did talk about the season four twist when we interviewed her it just happened the season four (laughs) finale um about three I made a note of this about three minutes into the interview with Gina which I don't know how what minute mark that's going to be on the podcast episode. Shall
2: I put a sound effect in just before just before? No, I mean I don't think it's a big deal. Like
0: <laughs> Gina is the one who spoils it and I don't think it's a big deal if you're, you know, if you're a fan of Jane the Virgin but you haven't caught up yet, maybe you do skip the first couple minutes of this interview because we do right. make reference to the really impressive, really <laughs> mind boggling twist. Yeah. This show is so good at it. The amount of plot that this show packs into each and every episode. Yeah. But especially their season finales, they just go for it. Yeah. It's Jenny Snyder Ehrman who she paints herself into corners. She's really inspired by right. this it's based on a on an actual Venezuelan, Venezuelan telenovela, but um I loved hearing about uh, Gina creating the character of Jane and like Gina's the only, the only one who gets all the secrets Yeah, what's to come. <laughs> and it is a bummer that it's the last season of, of the show to come. But like we said, I think it just means really great things for Gina. This is such a great interview. I, I I got emotional too when we, when she talked about her uncle being really grateful mm. for being alive every day. And there's the, this issue of her dad at a tumor at one point early right. in, in Gina's life. And it, um, it did affect her own philosophy and it did in a way it led to the creation of i can and i will productions which Hmm. is interesting too yeah there's some really great acting advice in here definitely if you're as in awe of gina rodriguez as we are Mm -hmm. her work on this show listen in man Hey, are you ready? Yes, you listener, are you ready to take the advice and the inspiration you've heard here in today's interview and use it in your own acting career? Is it something maybe you've always considered doing? Are you at the very beginning of your acting career? Are you well into your acting career and you're a fan of this podcast and you're ready to take those next steps? Backstage is here for you. This podcast is brought to you by Backstage, and what we are offering listeners to this podcast is a free 30 day trial. That's right. We are giving you 30 days completely free to try out Backstage. All you need to do is go to checkout, backstage.com slash subscribe, and enter the code envelope. That's right, if you enter the code envelope at checkout, E-N-V-E-L-O-P-E, that's how you spell envelope, you get 30 free days on backstage.com. Browse our thousands of casting notices, learn why it's the world's number one casting platform. If you are an actor and you haven't signed up yet for Backstage, I don't know what to tell you. Get on it. Gina Rodriguez is an actor, producer, and director, best known, of course, for her astonishing work as the titular role in The CW's Jane the Virgin the comedy-drama romance inspired by telenovelas from Jenny Snyder Ehrman, and one of the only series around featuring a Latina lead. In 2014 for the show's first season, Gina won the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a TV Comedy. She's also known for her film work in Philly Brown and Annihilation, her activism and philanthropy, her production company I Can and I Will, and her wonderful interviews. So here it is, our chat with Gina Rodriguez. You're the voice of Carmen I'll San Diego. Like, hey. Are you welcome? <laughs> yes. What can you tell me about that?
1: It's badass. Is it oh. too
0: early in the process or are you already? No, I mean we're you? on
1: we've already done season two. Ah Yes, I'm so um, excited. Nef- yeah, of the animation, but we haven't started working on the live action yet. So right, very two
0: separate projects. Mm-hmm. I that's such a specific form of nostalgia for me, like a very specific part of childhood. That's same like Carmen Sandiego. It's how I learned about geography and
1: like same. So
0: weird that that's yeah. How I- and all the games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I was super into it. The game
1: it. show. The game show on PBS was yeah. my jam. <laughs> totally. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's very exci- It's very much a specific time in my life. Yeah. Now, so do I have to be like this?
0: Oh no, I think you're fine. Okay. You're fine wherever. You sound great.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah, we can catch you. You're good. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Thank
0: you, Sam. Um, Gina Rodriguez. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Um, as I was saying to you, we've we've tried to get you on for a long time. I would have come. I know. It's so great. I'm that missing you're... your calls. It's... I didn't get your texts. <laughs> I know, but. It's actually kind of great when someone like you is like, "Oh, she must be too busy to come on this podcast because she's busy taking over the world." Oh, I love and she's you. She's like, she's. I'm sure that means she's like busy and doing her thing. That's the and kind,
1: and, loving, positive perspective, and I appreciate exactly, that exactly.
0: And I'm also loving that now is the time when you're here because season four of Jane the Virgin just ended. Ooh! And as far as season finales go, <laughs> which
1: that was a pretty good one, right? The
0: shows had some really. I feel like they've raised the bar of season finales in general. Yeah. And this uh, this recent twist—it's certainly all anybody can talk about right now at this moment.
1: It was a secret so. I had to keep for like a year and a half.
0: You did, yeah. You're yeah. the only—I heard that you're the only actor who yeah.
1: knew. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is that true of most of the shows, like big twists and turns? Do you are you in on all? You of them? You know
1: what's crazy is that, like um, in the beginning, Jenny, when we first started together, she—I mean, we're like each other's muse. She is definitely yeah, the woman cool. that I. I mean, there was a point where I wanted to just make my father happy, and it switched over to Jenny Erman. Mm, it was like, got oh Dad God. done. Now I just want to make Jenny her happy. <laughs> um, she's incredible and an insane um, writer. Just so talented.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but the first season, she would let me in a little bit mm-hmm. to um, – either help uh navigate through jane's journey so we made it very specific um but she really didn't do it as much in the beginning and then like we got our second year and her and i got closer and then uh, then she started spilling more and then by the third year i was in on a lot more than yeah I, i got to get inside her brain some of the time. So she's, yeah, that's that's my bestie. I love her so much. I
0: mean, you knew even before the actor involved in the giant twist, you knew even before he or she did.
1: Well, because, you know, it was huge for Jenny to Mm. take such a leap. And this was something that she had already created. This was something that was already her plan.
0: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And
1: um, Michael— Multiple
0: seasons of planning. Yes. I mean,
1: she has always had an idea for Jane as a— a full like a beginning middle and end okay. to like yeah. this sliver of this woman's life.
0: Sure, sure.
1: And that was something mm. I was aware of from the beginning that she was very clear about the journey she wanted to take this mm. character on. Yeah. Which is very cool and Seldom do you have that opportunity. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Because nothing has ever really lagged. Nothing's ever kind of drawn on. Nothing's ever been like oh, what no. are we doing here? What's happening? There's
0: no like dead, There's no fat.
1: There's no yes. Yeah. There's no fat. And totally. um it's that you know that's a gift. As oh my an, gosh, I know. such a gift.
0: And it's a show that's the kind of writing where she almost is trying to paint herself into corners and then get herself out of them. Yes. And the audience is like, well, they can't pull that off. And, and they you do. do. You fully yeah. do.
1: She's really, really next level. And I don't think that she's even spoken enough about, you know, because they talk about showrunners mm. and they talk about these incredible mm-hmm. uh, writers. And we, in our culture now, which has never really praised the writer or the director, we're really making that yes. shift, which is awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, Especially the in TV. art of television, the art of film, the art of yeah. theater is a collaborative whether anybody wants to believe it or not. That totem pole of politics is bullshit. You know, every part is needed. That's why I never really understand when I come across um, an ego in art because that's just Mm. the death of talent.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, because... It's hoarding, yeah.
1: Yeah, one puzzle piece is uh, off or doesn't feel collaborated with and the project doesn't work. Amazing, And so, you know, Jenny's very... uh, very good about that. But, you know, going back to Michael, when she told me she knew I was gonna be <laughs> devastated, that I was gonna uh. lose him as a as an acting partner. Oh uh uh-huh. I personally was devastated. Of course. And she was too and we didn't you know, and everybody loved Michael so much that I think she her plan was even to kill him off sooner. And right. to wait an even longer break,
0: right? Because he was shot in the season two finale.
1: Season two finale, yes. Yeah. And then he didn't pass away till mid season three. Right, right, right. And uh, and yeah. she was like, I'm taking a big leap here. I'm I'm killing him off, and then I'm pushing us three years forward.
0: Yeah, which that right there was a huge. Out of left field innovation. Yes, that once again you guys stuck the landing, and it and it totally works.
1: She, and, but and it's all Jenny. I really can't. Totally, you, yeah. and
0: because you're the star, and because you're the titular role, and you're in pretty much every scene, it is easy for people to be like, oh well, Gina Rodriguez is Jane. She is the writing. She is the show. You know, she decides all of this. Yeah, people get, like,
1: personally attacked. Like, they're like, why would you do that to me, Gina? And I'm like, listen, (laughs) I would love to take credit for the writing because it's so damn good. But um, that's not where I I lie. But
0: But in terms of the first season, in terms of you first getting involved, you do have a lot to do with the creation of Jane and with the two of you collaborating together to make this a nuanced Three-dimensional person, the likes of which we've never seen. We've never seen.
1: Rarely do we see it in women of color, that's
0: for sure.
1: And rarely do we see it in women, period, in the in the history of women on television, specifically. I mean, we did have some strong women back in the '80s. I felt like some of those shows were next level. Like, um, and I mean, all those like Family Matters and Family Mm -hmm. Ties, and like those women were just such, you know, prominent figures. but it's nice to be able to have that opportunity, oh my God. you know. Yeah. And I waited patiently for Jane.
0: Yes, you've said this, and it, and it makes sense because as you've also as you've also pointed out, you had you had Ugly Betty to kind of in terms of predecessors and in terms of oh yes
1: yes Latina yes. representation. Oh, 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 who was my dream, and I love America. America so much. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: and there were you know there's a couple other examples, but really not that many of leading ladies. No, not too many. And Jane is above and beyond it's not just that she's a leading lady and she's latina it's that she's extremely specific and that the show is as ambitious as it is even just in terms of like melding genres yeah and being able to pull off the twists they are big juicy twists that are fun but they're also kind of metaphors and they force you as an actor to deal with these like Absurd sometimes stakes. Hundred percent. You have to deal with them like a real person. Yes. And you have to be like, what would happen if I just married someone and they were shot on our, meeting, on 100%. our wedding Hundred percent. Yeah. How, how would I? How do I get there? And what are the emotions that I have to have to get to?
1: You know what's interesting about Jane is that when I first was given the project, when I first read the, and I auditioned like everybody else. This was no offer. This yes. was me like going through the gauntlet like of everyone course. else. And um, I read it and I was like, I know this girl. Uh I know this woman. She's my little cousin, Jocelyn. She is girls I grew up with. She is the girl that I went to Catholic school with.
0: Mm -hmm. She is like, I know
1: this woman, and this is so well-rounded. And wow, they want a Latina in this role and amazing. And Mm -hmm. this is so incredible. This is such a great opportunity. And then the content was like, oh, I'm playing with, like, Campy. Yep to comedic to interesting right to
0: um,
1: dramatic sometimes
0: clownish almost
1: exactly totally Totally. Um, but you have to the conviction it's all in the conviction
0: oh cool 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 that's almost like the secret to navigating all of the different tones 100% it's like
1: whatever it is we're living in it and we're living in it with full conviction Mm. and if I have to go there I'll go there physically with physical comedy Mm -hmm. or my straight face or I Mm. will bring on the tears and I will make you feel what she's feeling yes indeed yeah
0: much of that is like relying on your co-stars, your on-screen family?
1: Well, I mean, I think that there is so much strength on mm-hmm. that and the cast that if it, I couldn't do it alone. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it alone. If I was living in these realities, convicted and nobody else was, mm. I that would be a That right. would be Horrendous. Right. You know, but I have so many incredible artists to work off of. Jaime Camille, when it comes to that campy, clownish, <laughs> but you believe it oh, comedy. Yeah. Talk about conviction. You, you talk about conviction. I mean, he is like the most lovable narcissist you've ever met yeah, in your life, totally. you know? And yeah. um, with his heart is as big as his ego, you know, it's just right. like,
0: and how do you, how he bounces us too? And, so.
1: uh, and he does. Yeah, totally. And um, to be able to work with him in those spaces, I know I can go to town. I yeah, know I can go cool. to the end, to the next universe and mm-hmm. he's going to follow me there. And mm-hmm. he's going to be like, yeah, this is, we're Mars. We're on Mars. For sure. We're on Mars. We're Not on a problem. Mars. Like it. this is where we eat now. Right. And, and then Yael, who's gotten much more grounded, oh. traumatic, you know what I'm saying? And so there's just a, a lot of, a lot of wonderful
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: players to work with not to mention guest stars that we bring in every single episode they're getting more and
0: more impressive oh gosh it's so
1: and we got rosario this past season i love her
0: brooke shields brooke
1: shields stop it everybody she is she's yeah yeah, they both are phenomenal a lot of strong women characters one thing jenny knows how to write is very clear Mm -hmm. human beings oh yeah and then um it just so happens women get to play them
0: yeah and it really does feel like play Mm -hmm. play play
1: we still are playing
0: Absolutely. There's, well, there's so much terrain to play and yeah. there's so many new.
1: And there's no ego on set. So there's a lot of love, I a lot that. of gratitude, a lot of like any season could be our last. So sure. let's enjoy oh, this. Oh, sure.
0: I mean, that's healthy to have that perspective on any TV show. On anything, period. Yeah. I mean, I'm working on yeah.
1: a project right now. Yeah. It's my first film that I'm producing. I'm a producing partner with Netflix called Someone Great. Female yes, director, female leads, three female at the helm mm-hmm. of it. Um,
0: DeWanda Wise DeWanda was in the Wise. podcast just yesterday.
1: Yes, I talked about it. <laughs> yes. She's um, she's next level. I've known her since I was 17 years old. and Oh, sweet. We went to college together. Oh,
0: I should have asked her about you. Oh. I wasn't sure. I wasn't she, sure you were going to be here. I was. She's, not the she's the she best. She really is the best.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's as though I've never worked on a film before, like the idea that I am done Mm. waiting for something to be gone to then um, rejoice in it. I am done like fighting for something after I've lost it. I want to fight for something while I have it and I want to enjoy something while it's here. And that's like something I think that we practice on, Jane. And I want to practice in my life, period. So it's. Who you knows can't if take this next? For you can't yeah. nothing, especially in the world of art, because it's so subjective. Mm-hmm. Because you get so few opportunities, or mm-hmm. so many, or who knows? Um, yeah. There's just no rhyme or reason for it. So we have a lot of gratitude on Jane.
0: Yeah, well, I almost feel like, especially as an actor, you don't have necessarily, unless you're doing what you're doing and taking <laughs> taking the reins and forming your own production you company must. and all of that. You don't necessarily have as much as much control over what you get to play, who you get to play, how often you get to work. So, Nor are we
1: given the um, power at the beginning of our career to say no.
0: Yeah, exactly. Nor you are we taught yes to everything.
1: how to say no. Mm-hmm. Nor are we taught to uh, cultivate our journey, mm-hmm. whether it be in art or in anything. Mm. I mean, I don't really feel... I was very lucky enough to have those giants in my home that said, um, not everything has to be yours. Mm. There's room for all of us. Mm. Uh, you help those, you help others succeed, you too will succeed. There you go. Yeah. You know, and these were things that were... Um, so important in the beginning of my career,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when, as a woman of color, you're given very skewed
0: mm. um skewed and fewer
1: and fewer options. opportunities Absolutely. and options for character work, yeah. so uh still
0: still, still, although although it's changing i in the last in four years since Jane's been on the air, that is a time when a lot of other. <laughs> Female showrunners, female showrunners who are also starring in their own shows—that's—it's become a trend. Thank oh yeah. God.
1: Thank God,
0: because
1: then it gives us more perspective. Art is used to mm. reflect life so mm. that we may be able to understand our own. Mm-hmm. Why not reflect life, damn it?
0: Absolutely. Why not
1: reflect the life that we walk around with every single day?
0: Yeah, and reflect America. Yeah, not and America, that America really. and that is
1: a me- melting pot. That is a oh, yeah. stew, and that is multiple colors and creeds and religions and mm-hmm. cultures Language. and sexual orientations, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. and that's important. I think we're seeing it more than ever, especially with social media so. mm. and people being so vocal about their desire yeah. Yeah. To be reflected on the medium that most people rejoice in, most mm. people celebrate. Oh, I love what that. What do we celebrate the most? I mean, people walk around with their cell phones like this to their face. Yeah. What is coming out <laughs> of that cell phone is, is, a reflection of the way that person is going to feel about themselves.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So how do we, as artists, infuse that with as much colorfulness as possible?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, media representation matters. I mean, the stuff that's coming out of your phone, it matters. It matters. Partly because we're so glued to our phones all day. A hundred percent, which and is that's very dangerous,
1: but that's a, that's a different conversation. Completely,
0: completely. I'm going back to this idea of you, of anyone being in their early career and having to balance, as always, saying yes to everything because mm-hmm. you need work, but also being discerning and being Somebody operating. Are, I want to ask you about Devious mates. And why, you know, Devious Maids was an oh, opportunity to present, present well, it to you.
1: So so what, what happened with Devious Maids was I was presented the opportunity to um, uh, chemistry read for the project. Mm-hmm. And it was the only project available to me at the time, which I think was more which was more disheartening than, than like than the project than itself, because sure, sure. it was wonderful. And those women are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Judy Reyes is the love of my life. And Danya Ramirez is so ex- so talented. <laughs> and I'm so excited. She's on Once Upon a Time right now. Yeah. And you know like and Rosalind Sanchez and her doing uh-huh. you know Eva Longoria's show. I mm-hmm. support my women to the te- to the top. Oh, and course. I think a lot of people during that time got it confused that I was yeah. I was putting down the project. On totally. the contrary, on the contrary, mm-hmm. I was cultivating my journey. Yeah. My journey doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Yeah. Nor nor does nor does that mean that I'm putting anybody else's journey down. No. Because what's one, what's course. good for one person is good for them and maybe not good for the rest of us. Yeah. And so we have to choose our journeys mm-hmm. and do it with integrity and they wouldn't have wanted me on that set cuz I wouldn't have been happy. Sure. You put the, you know, Edie Ganem, who played Valentina, was amazing. And she was happy. (laughs) And you want that actress.
0: Right. Totally.
1: And so I am, and I do that not out of vanity or having this I'm better than, because I'm not better than shit. (laughs) It's true. And I'm deserving (laughs) of nothing.
0: Uh See, there's the gratitude thing again. I'm deserving
1: of nothing. And I didn't deserve that project Mm. because
0: I wasn't going to give my all to it. There you go.
1: Okay. They deserved better.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think there was something about you not. I mean, Jane the Virgin was the big breakout, and you made headlines with this Stevious Maids thing. And what, and what was a marvel to me at the time was the way that you were able to explain it, as you have just now, where you still made it clear that you were from a place of complete gratitude. Of course, it's not yeah. about the project itself. And I want it's them to succeed.
2: Yes. Right.
0: And, that, and that you had the wherewithal to be like, I am going to be patient, and I'm going to wait for what turned out to be. The role. The best thing that could have happened to mm-hmm. me. Even mm-hmm. if it's, this is the
1: only thing that happens to me. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. Yeah. If this is the only thing that happens so cool. to me, oh, God, what a ride. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. That's I've, beautiful. I've done it, you know. Yeah. This was a dream I had when I was, like, 15 years old. Yeah. It was something I kept saying to myself. I want to be on a TV show for four to five years. In between each season, I want to do a movie that I absolutely love. Oh, cool. A studio film, a passion, you know, a, a passion project, yeah. I want to produce one, I want to do an indie, I want to direct one, I want to, you know, that's so I true. had this goal for 10 plus years.
0: This was at age 15, you knew yeah. that was the exact I schedule you I didn't get Jane until wanted. I was
1: 29.
0: Yeah. So and, talk about patience. you've stuck to that schedule, right? You've made it. Sure have. Between every season. Yeah,
1: sure yeah. have. That's awesome. And I think that's what happens when you have patience. And I also think that's mm-hmm. what happens when you don't see every opportunity as your last, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and also know, have a sense of self-worth, yeah. my self-worth of what I'm capable of doing when I am committed is mm. next level. When I'm not, I
0: shouldn't give myself to you. Totally, 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 totally.
1: You know? Yeah. And so that's what it was. And it's funny because I even, me and Danya talked about it. She's like, well, you know, she was like offended, uh-huh. right? Well, Which yeah, I can you... completely understand. Yeah. Um, but hmm. why be offended if it's great for you?
0: Sure, exactly. There's
1: no reason to. Yeah, like, and so, ego thing. And, I, and every project that I say no to, mm-hmm. or that I don't get, Right. Mm-hmm. So, if it's a project that I've auditioned for that I would love that I don't get, it was not a story I was meant to tell. Yeah. And that actress is gonna do a much better job because it was her story to tell. Mm-hmm. And the projects that I say no to are projects that I don't believe I'm going to be able to be the best for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always ask myself, if this project succeeds, is your ego gonna be hurt? Mm. And if and if my ego yeah. says no. You want them to succeed. Oh, cool. Then I know that is not a project I need to fight for. Amazing. Yeah. And that's how I felt about Devious Maids. I wanted them to succeed, which they did for four fantastic oh, yeah. seasons. Oh, yeah. um, and I was happy mm-hmm. and content. hmm So that's that's how I go about my choices in in totally. art always because it's it's the ego is a very dangerous space. Yes. And so I make sure that I have a conversation with her first. Yeah. And as not actor, let her steal actor, my joy. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And not let her get in the way.
0: Yeah, well, especially in terms of being in the moment, in front of a camera, for example. Or... Present
1: and like <laughs> totally. alive and yeah. pulsing,
0: yeah. Yeah, totally. I do feel like there is something to be said about that, That first of all, the idea of patience, of waiting for the Jane role to come mm-hmm. along, but something about the level of commitment you had to the cultivation of the self. That's yeah. what manifested Jane to happen. Oh, Jane was created because you put that into the universe. I
1: hope so. You know? I would like to believe that. <laughs> I mean, I keep trying yeah. to plant things in in my garden and watch them grow. There
0: you go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some time, some patience. Lots
1: of time. I'm in the long game. Yeah, OK. Long game. So
0: talk to me about this long game. We talked about Meryl yeah. Streep. You've mentioned that you want to be the Latina Meryl Streep.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Is that <laughs> well, it's so funny. It's so
1: funny that I have to say Latina, right? Can I just be Meryl Streep? But I had to say it. Because I think it's... that one
0: day she will be the white Gina Rodriguez.
1: <laughs> that will never happen. But I love your commitment to this um, conversation right now. Uh, yeah. No, she's in, she's You've met so her, yes. stellar. I have. Yes, yes. Um, what it is about Meryl Streep that I love so much, mm. and even Rita Moreno. I mean, Rita Moreno is like my li- mm. She's my living legend, my mm. living icon. Absolutely. She is an icon to Latino community without a doubt. She mm. is definitely someone that we, lo- like, luckily have to look
0: up to. Mm. Um, still working today. Still, still working. Ass. To,
1: oh my god, one day at a time. Hello, Justina she's Machado. Killer. That whole I love. Oh, she's so good on that show. She and Just. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, read And you just think to yourself, that woman's eighty six years old. I need it's to get my together. Checklist.
0: Totally, totally.
1: Just all of it. Ugh. Just living. Just voguing. Her very on that first stage. entrance
0: on that show. You're
1: oh. like, yeah. She, you're just I'm like, like
0: give her every award right now. All
1: of the awards. That's all what I awards. said. I literally texted her and I was like, "All the she awards. You're going to get awards. all the awards." Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Mija, I hope you're right." I'm like, "This one's saying that," and she's had like an Oscar, a Tony, and, and a Grammy. Yeah, she's the <laughs> God of the Year. Um. So she, the thing about Meryl Streep is that yeah, I've always wanted to live on my success because of my talent.
0: Oh, of course.
1: That is like mm-hmm. has always been my number one goal. I would love to one day know that I am sitting on the the chapters I have written because of my talent and because of nothing else. Mm. Not because I've let go of my integrity. Not because I said yes when I really wish I said no. There you
0: go. Mm-hmm. Like I,
1: I've, that's what I, that's what I, literally give myself moment to moment reminder of like, how am I doing this with integrity, with faith, with morality? Mm. Because at the end of the day, when I'm dying, that's kind of all you have. I feel like my. Uncle right now is in hospice and
0: um I'm so sorry. No,
1: it's okay because he is a great reflection of um and I think having somebody in your life like what's happening to me right now really is really does make you reflect on Oh yeah. the choices you make, what you prioritize mm-hmm.
0: on. Oh, everything becomes crystal clear.
1: Crystal clear yeah. and you know, I and I see my uncle and he says to me, qué buena suerte estoy vivo. How what luck that I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Like he says that to me every time he sees me. Mm. In Spanish, Gina, I am so lucky I woke up alive today. Yeah. And I stop and I say to myself like, wow, very interesting Um, that somebody can wake up so happy mm. that they just got another day. Yeah. And like, there's just really nothing you can compare to that. There's exactly. really nothing you can say is like is, you know, has to do with that. So.
0: Like you said, it's not just taking the movie or the TV show for granted. It's taking every breath you take. Every you breath you can't take any you of those take, for granted.
1: Yeah, you can totally. So, um, so because of that, and because of that reflection, mm-hmm. it uh, it has definitely sharpened my priorities in this yep. industry.
0: Um, and it sounds like you're thinking about your legacy.
1: And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking about the, yeah, the the garden, the garden, mm. and and the garden that I, I plant with integrity and faith. Mm. And um, it's very difficult to navigate through this industry with that. Oh, of course. With that in and mind. like you
0: said, the the limited options sometimes. I mean, annihilation. The many limited was, options. Yeah. <laughs> annihilation was such a cool choice for Ugh. you. It's like a cool choice for any anyone to get involved in like a trippy sci-fi. Like I love that. Yeah. And I love that you. Like you said, your schedule of, like, I'm going to film a season of this TV show and then do a crazy indie film. It's about as different from Jane the Virgin. As much as I can get, yeah. There and it's go. funny, when
1: I sat with Alex Garland, he's like, um, it's nice to sit with you, Gina, because you're nothing like Jane. Mm-hmm, and he was mm-hmm. like, and I was hoping you weren't. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> and he's like, well, because then otherwise you couldn't play Anya.
0: Sure, sure, sure. And
1: I see you sure. as Anya. Oh, cool. And I was like...
0: Based on what he kind of had this. perceived of you or?
1: Yeah, just like That's watching cool. some of my interviews and stuff. He was just oh. like, you're not Jane. Like people keep saying like, wow. there's no way she can do that.
0: Well, did you get that job because he watched your interviews? That's interesting. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah.
1: I just know that he, he was one of the first, him and Peter Berg to say like, hmm. I see this sweet girl on television. And there's Mm -hmm. more.
0: And there's more. That
1: exists. Yeah. So he gave me a really great opportunity to spread my wings. Uh, Alex did. Yeah. And um, and I love that man. And I love, he is an incredible filmmaker. It was so much fun. And it was so much fun. And to be with those incredible women, to be with those four outstanding, empowering, uplifting, non competitive, non ego driven Mm -hmm. women, I was at at home.
0: Yeah. I was in my paradise. It's too rare. It's too rare to see that. Super
1: rare. But to, to, to work with a lead like Natalie, who is so giving, so generous, mm. you're like, it can be done. Mm. It can be done. Yeah. Like.
0: She's sort of doing it all, too. She's
1: doing it all. Yeah. She is a, she's the kind of lead I hope I I can be. Sure. Kind of supportive cast member that I hope I can be. I'm sure. Yeah. Forget lead number one, number two, number 17, who gives us. Uh-huh. Like like I said, it's a puzzle and she really knows totally. that it's a puzzle. Yeah. And she's she's a great woman to watch.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And Jennifer Jason Lee.
0: Oh my gosh, edit. her performance. God. Oh my
1: god. She's just Ooh. everything.
0: That film screwed me up.
1: Yeah, it, it screwed. It's screwed. Yeah. It screwed me up too.
0: Yeah. Just
1: <laughs> it really did. I mean I shaved all my hair off and yeah. I uh really went to a space of like I mean, I'm a pretty That's strong, awesome. like, yeah, I'm a pretty strong woman of like not putting myself down. I've mm. gone through all body dysmorphia. I've gone through like, sure. you know, like it, it, it hits us all. Absolutely, no, Nobody's like, even my ripped up ass boyfriend, who like <laughs> literally has like two ounces of body fat, yeah, can There's talk about, the, yeah, can talk yeah. about the like battles and whatnot. So yep. when I Shaved all my hair off and like built up traps and <laughs> was the biggest woman on set, you know. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, it, it was. Uh, but I
0: loved that about that character.
1: I mean, was, no, I loved the sh- out of her. Yeah, totally. she lived. Yeah. She was not apologetic. Yeah, she's queer. Yeah. Queer. She loves her women. She mm-hmm. loves herself. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was interesting to be in a space where that's not how I felt. Yeah, and having to combat that feeling and being like, no, 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 this is what we did. That we did this. I mean, I shaved off my head, and men that I never would have been interested in were taking interest in me. Oh, cool. Women, which I love women too, but you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, I was just like, oh, shit, this is different. different. <laughs> this yeah. is a very different experience. And yeah. so, uh, and then I, and then the journey that I go on as a character mm-hmm. screwed me up. I was use nightmares. Those, you gotta use I was those dark
0: places. Right. Oof. You gotta use them on as fuel. For your... Jeez,
1: something I usually don't use as fuel is mm. ba- negative images, yeah, negative thoughts. I usually use positive. Sure. positive can make take me to any space. Mm, you know, i Jane. When you see me bawling over Michael dying, that's positive thoughts. Yeah, like people will always say on set, like, "How do you cry so quickly?" I'm like, "I, I got, I have a lot, have a lot to be rejoiced, rejoice over." And they're like, "What are you rejoicing about?" I'm like, "Tons," <laughs> you know. And they're like, "In this breakup scene?" I'm like, "Yeah."
0: So that's the—is that the secret for me at I'm least? I'm ashamed to say that was one of my questions. Like, how do you cry so well? Is there, I'm always like, on the brink trick? of a
1: nervous breakdown. Okay. <laughs> <kidding.
0: laughs> <laughs> no, but I like the answer of like it's harnessing joy. It's not harnessing like a, the opposite. Yeah,
1: because I don't yeah. think I would be able to live in that space for that many years. On Jane, mm-hmm. she cries so much. Oh yeah. She mm-hmm. cries like almost every episode. <laughs> totally. I'm like, damn. If I wanted to cry in my real life, it doesn't matter. I get to cry on James for damn much. Sure. I get to use all of it, but yeah. Um. But I usually go to positive spaces. But for Annihilation, mm. it was it was a it was a darker space. Yeah. Then. Yeah. So it was. It was and a you different could say experience. it was a
0: movie about mental health and about depression, and which
1: you know awesome. is is reflective of my uncle uh, who's in hospice right now, who yeah. suffers from schizophrenia and epilepsy, and it's always been one of my biggest fears is that I would go crazy.
0: Uh Quite literally,
1: one of my biggest fears growing up. Interesting. Yeah, because I mean, he was was very present in our lives, my whole life, Mm -hmm. and I just was like, oh, it's genetic. Oh, that may happen to me, and that scares me.
0: It's all the, again, the taking nothing for granted thing. Your health, your sanity, your safety, your Little All did
1: I know that. I was really going into that role because I wanted to explore something that terrified the sh** out mm. of me. Mm. And that is very real. You know, I suffer from anxiety and depression, panic attacks through the roof, which, mm. n- you know, it's interesting because, like I said, you're the only thing people know about you is what they see on TV, and yeah, that's not what you're walking with in real life. No. You know, so— I wanted to explore that. I wanted to explore my fears and hopefully therapeutically get through them. I think yeah. that's what art can do for an artist lots mm-hmm. of the time. And it was very helpful. And it did bring me and my uncle closer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What else scares oh. you? And how does it work as an actor? How do you use that? You know what also scares me and has been
1: scaring me a lot lately is um is this industry. Mm hmm. Um I do, I feel like uh you know there's been a lot of things that have happened to me personally uh due to this industry and the recent changes in the past year mm. which are great yes uh and necessary yeah yeah um but they uh they also make you more timid they have made me a little more timid oh interesting yeah um because about putting
0: yourself out there in the industry and about
1: y- yeah, I think or or just more so, um, I like I, li- I love to live through transparency. I think that's where I do my best work as a producer. I'm very transparent mm-hmm. cool. with my artists, with the writers that we work with. I want to make the art that they want to make. I'm very transparent about how I feel, mm. um, and I also know I'm not the end all be all. Sure, uh, but I I like to walk through this industry with honesty, and um, and it's made me a little timid because I don't think many people share that.
0: Sure. Mm. Or to learn in the last year that many people don't yeah. share that. Yeah. Not as many people as they should.
1: Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's baby a, steps. Baby steps. We'll get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and as timid as I am or as like much as that's been scaring me lately, uh, it's, it's just a fear I have to face head yeah. on. And yeah. You push through
0: it. And tell me about I can and I will. Yeah. Where does that fall into things?
1: Um, our production company or the yeah. saying or. or like,
0: oh, yeah. But well, both. First of all, why is it called that? Yeah.
1: Um, so m- grow- my father got into a really terrible car accident when I was 15 years old and oh. he had a parasite in the left side of his brain and he was having seizures in his car and um, they thought it was a tumor. And this is like the shortened version. Mm-hmm. They thought it was a tumor. and My mother is such a badass woman. Um, her and my hu- my husband, her and my father had already agreed that my father was like, nobody's cutting me open. I'd rather die. Okay. Nobody's cutting me yeah. open. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a vegetable. Mm-hmm. And at 15 hearing your mother tell the doctor, "You're not cutting him open. He doesn't have you a tumor."
0: Heard that happen. You're yeah. not
1: you're just like, I you want dad to die?" Are you? And she saved my father's huh. life. Yeah, uh, he didn't have a tumor. He had a parasite. They eventually found. If they would have opened up and and messed with things, they could have screwed him up terribly. <laughs> but then he got really into Zig Ziglar and Seven Habits of Highly Effective People uh. and Joel Olstein and uh, positive thinking and uh, and he was always he always had that yeah. you know pre. 15. But then he went hard. He had time off from work. He was like not sleeping very much because of the medicine and the steroids they were giving him to kill the parasite. And he would whisper in my ear when I was sleeping, you could be anything you want to be. Oh, and wow. I'd be like, "You need to get the out of my room. <laughs> this shit is creepy." Um, and he's like, "Go back to sleep. I'm talking to your subconscious."
0: Oh. And I'm like, "This doesn't make it not creepy.
1: Man, is creepy." And I was like, "You're not talking to my subconscious. You're waking me the f up. And I want to go to you know, like I don't yeah. want to go to work to school tomorrow anyway." So, um, so he started making me say in the mirror, "Today's gonna be a great day. I can and I will." Oh, cool. And I was like, mm. at first like this is ridiculous. Yeah. By the second year came very habitual.
0: Hmm.
1: Year 10, I do it on my own, you know? I, it's a mantra awesome. that has, I mean, now well, year like 17 that I've been saying it, cool. um, it's, it's a mantra that just reminds me that I can cultivate my own journey. With mm-hmm. there are outside forces you can never understand and you can never stop, but what you can do, mm-hmm. you do, Gina. Mm. what is in your power you do to the best of your ability Mm -hmm. uh the only way to success is through failure so you're gonna fail it's gonna happen it's okay it's, it's really okay. And I Can and I Will is just that. You know, uh, all the projects we've been working on. And so when I, when I wanted to start my own production company, I told my best friend who's sitting out there right now,
2: mm-hmm. who
1: I've known for 10 years, that she was gonna one day run my company. And she was like, all right. The same way I whispered, in, my dad whispered in my ear and thought I was crazy, I think she probably did too. Right. And uh, three years ago, two and a half years ago? Two and a half years ago? Two and a half years ago, I was able to steal her, make her an office she couldn't refuse. <laughs> and, um, we started creating projects mm-hmm. and the I can and I will productions only made sense because it was like, we're going to fail a lot, but we yeah. will make this happen. We yeah. will make other people's dreams come true. We will make stars. We will mm. make stories that haven't been heard. We will push the the limits that have been set up for us. Mm-hmm. We will knock down the walls that have been built by others. We will do that. Yes. It won't be easy and it won't no. be tomorrow.
0: Yeah, but we will
1: do it and totally. it'll be done
0: it's all there in the name yeah even the S- idea of- so it's
1: just the constant reminder so whenever yeah. we're like forgetful it's like no come on we got this we yeah. can do this yeah. maybe not today maybe not tomorrow maybe in exactly. 10 years and we that will. way
0: each failure is kind of a galvanizing well let's all right. rally
1: a new yep new journey Yeah, not that right that road did, didn't work yeah sure on to sure, sure. the next one
0: yeah that's so, excellent it's what cool great philosophy it's fun um, we've talked about what's next we've talked about your goals for world domination, but <laughs> I
1: don't know if I want world domination. I think do that's you, a huge responsibility. Just like a <laughs>
0: section of the world, yeah. Just a yeah. just
1: a little piece of the art. Um, yeah. So I can, so I can do what makes me fly.
0: Yeah, and you're getting there. You're gonna. It's. I'm so excited to see where that where that cultivation of that path takes that you. That
1: also scares the. Sh-
0: out of me but that's okay (laughs) especially if you're blazing new trails and you don't have a precedent like that's it is scary
1: but luckily i do feel like the glass has been broken by many others and Mm -hmm. i just have to keep smashing it with that ledge hammer yeah
0: yeah totally um do you have any dream roles like an existing role, I guess like a Carmen Sandiego. Diego.
1: Well Carmen Sandiego Diego was definitely a dream. Yeah. And like when I got the animation, the dream to make the live action happened very quickly. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't I didn't I couldn't even fathom why it wasn't happening. And mm-hmm. then when we pitched it to Netflix, they were like, oh yes, let's do this. That's so cool. Netflix is a phenomenal place it, yeah. that has employed lots of artists. Totally. And it's a very incredible company. I mean, I've been very blessed to work with some incredible uh, human beings, not only just at Netflix, but like this movie I just did, Miss Bala, that's coming out next January Mm. um, around the same time as Carmen Sandiego with Sony, you know, Sony really trying to get behind Diverse Voices. Mm. That was huge. It was 95% uh, Latinos. Production and crew. I mean, cast and crew. It was next level. Female director. I mean, that's not an opportunity you get often. Mm -hmm. And action. I want to do action. Oh, cool, cool, cool. But, um, I'm trying to be a superhero, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want wings. I also love – I'm a fighter. I did boxing since I was three years old. I've done Muay Thai heavily in the past two years. Uh, I want to do judo and jujitsu, and I want to be able to do my own stunts and – like scale down the sides of buildings yes. which I'm going to do with Carmen
0: yeah you are yes That's so cool because Carmen is a superhero you already are yeah she yeah. already kind of is a the superhero, superhero we created
1: yeah. yeah I mean well she existed already but like taking it to my own hands but she doesn't
0: need to scale buildings come to think of it like she is she, kind of an action 100% yeah.
1: scales buildings
0: awesome. this girl is everything oh my god I'm so excited for that movie
1: oh yeah. I well let's you know right now we're looking for a badass writer to create the universe and a badass mm-hmm. director so if you're listening to this and you think you <laughs> know Carmen San Diego well come play with us Kids, we we're trying to make a we're trying to create a world that a writer, existed.
0: If you get a writer and director because of this podcast, I I'll take you to dinner. I will yeah. I don't know what I want. We'll take you to dinner. I don't know dinner. what I would get,
1: but we'll take you to dinner. I'll ask Meryl to come. Yes, like I have that pool I'm like um Meryl so small little favor I need from you um, yeah, really. this is a promise that I made uh but yeah if we get a writer and a director from this podcast you're coming on then set and that we're I, going to I, dinner
0: then I will know that we've made it we're going to yes. try this podcast. this podcast needs to make it too yes. um do you have any parting words of wisdom for actors especially those at the beginning of their careers who would like to break a certain any sort of a glass ceiling? Any sort I of
1: feel glass. like every artist breaks a glass ceiling mm-hmm. because you want to know something. Being an artist is so freaking difficult. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. It's yeah. such. It's isolated. It's just so terrifying, yeah. and um, and it is difficult. Like. Like many other, I mean, my sister's a doctor. I can't stand up here and say what my what I'm doing is difficult because she saves lives, right. but I'm not sure. saving anyone's life. But what I would say to artists starting off is that, you know, we are given this idea of what the industry is and how we have to change in order to fit inside of it. Mm. That is a myth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is 100% myth, and I want to just debunk that right now. You do not have mm. to change the phenomenal being that makes you shine and glow and grow grow to fit into something else that is actually just dying to have that Mm. like the industry really wants authentic beautiful artistic voices as much as it seems like it doesn't Mm. it does and especially in the way our climate and the current uh climate of our culture is progressing Mm -hmm. individuality is finally being uh Recognized, uplifted, yeah. and but admired.
0: That's a commodity. That's yes, the, yeah. and
1: so that's a very freeing thought mm. as an artist there is nothing you have to do to change. There's no, There. literally today you are enough as long as mm. you are working on your craft, yeah. as long as you got your tool belt of technique, as long as you are watching every film and TV show, as long as you are doing uh, extra work and, and stand-in mm. work and watching the people that you love mm. do what they do because there are some phenomenal artists out there that if you sit back and watch them, you will gather so much information. As a fighter, the strongest thing to do is to sit on the side of that ring and watch somebody else fight. Mm. You learn, you learn. Cool. So don't be afraid to do anything you can to get on a set mm. so you can watch other people. Sure. I've been a stand-in, I've been an extra, I've held a boom, I've done my own indies like we there's nothing better than the humbling feeling of being part of a crew when all you want to do is be in front of that camera mm. because it gives you such an amount of gratitude towards the process and and then when you are actually there right damn it's like you see yeah, i know it all yeah yeah I know what it feels like. Now, when I am the person in front of the camera, I'm going to be good to the stand-in that has to be there, hours, and probably wants to be in my position one day, and the extras that are making the this, this, the entire scene feel full mm-hmm. and alive because it's a club scene, and you can't do that shit by yourself. Totally. And so, the gratitude of having all those all those puzzle pieces there to contribute. So, be a puzzle piece. Get your tools right. Collect your tool belt. Mm. Be gracious and do not change. You're perfect and you're ready.
0: Yes. It's like don't change for the industry. Have the industry change for you. Hello. (laughs) That's what I've been doing. And (laughs) secretly it's working. (laughs) There you go. It's almost like if you can cultivate your own niche in the industry, then the industry will adapt itself in order to make that niche at a higher level. And there's
1: room for all of us. Yeah, there's room for all of us. Yeah,
0: that's gorgeous. Netflix is
1: actually making that even more possible. I was gonna say, (laughs) thank you, Netflix. There's lots of room, and
0: especially Netflix.
1: There's a lot of room for all of us. There's a lot of
0: yeses. Help the people
1: around you. Yeah, and you too will get help, because the same people you see on your way up are the same people you see on your way down. So be good. Down. Be good. Yeah. Makes it for a much easier way down.
0: Yeah. It's not as bumpy. Yeah, (laughs) amazing. That's really, that's phenomenal advice. And it is just such a, it's almost a simple shift as an actor to, especially if you're struggling with all these auditions, if you go on 20 auditions in a row, you get 20 no's, to say to yourself, well, I'm not going to change who I am. I'm not going to stop bringing me, my cultivated self, my cultivated talents into each audition. Mm
1: -hmm. One is going to hit.
0: And hoping, yeah, and hoping that they want that rather than going in and saying what do you guys want me to be or who do you want me to
1: it's giving over your power yeah as artists we cannot give over our power because they want us just as much as we want them because they need us just as much as we need them because again it's a puzzle Mm. piece right so it is yeah it is a very difficult thing to do in the earlier stages of your career Mm -hmm. is to to uh be aware of your power and to be kind with it but at the same time um understand that you do have a say mm. in this journey. Oh, yeah. Is is a wild uh, is a wild thing to try to absorb at the age of 21, 22, oh, 23. Absolutely. Like yeah. that is very difficult. Yeah. So don't hurt yourself if you can't. But remember mm. all those no's, they they're just in place so that the yes is really right.
0: Yeah. Really so right. to that patience thing again. Too. That yes is everything. Wait for the Jane. Parts wait for to you, come
1: Jane. Along. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily a lead, you know. Sure. It, just oh, wait. Yeah, just wait for your. Yeah. yeah whatever not your even TV, Jane is. It could be anything. Anything. Yeah. But um, it'll be worth it. It yeah. will. And it'll, and it'll do for you more than you could ever have imagined that that patience could have
0: done. Yeah, I love that that they want authenticity. It's as simple as a character. So actor. It's simple to just. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's easier said than done. But like. Just
1: like love is right. Ooh. Right. Oh my god. So true though, right?
0: So true. All they want is authenticity from you. That's all you can give. That's all you can give. In the Envelope and Awards podcast is recorded at Lotus Productions Hyperbolic Audio and Big Yellow Duck in New York City, and Soundbox LA, Mark Grouse Studios, and Buzzies in Los Angeles. Like, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, and follow us on Twitter at In the Envelope. Thanks, as always, to producer, editor, and all-around podcast extraordinaire, Jamie Muffet. And thank you to the team at Backstage, the most trusted name in casting. That's Peter Rappaport, Rwan Al-Khatib, Francis Ramos, Caitlin Watkins, Lauren Rout, Mark Stinson, and especially meow, Casey Howe. For more awards and industry coverage, head over to Backstage.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time for another glimpse, In the Envelope.